For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. saw peaches oh yeah i thought she was gonna be so fucking hot <laughs> oh god no, she's was, not that was the biggest have you ever seen peaches no oh my god no she's like a frumpy 40 year old she was bald in the picture that i saw yeah but maybe she's... that's what makes her hot though no maybe it's that's not what makes no, her it's ma- not. it makes no. her not hot but it's like the women who, old women who do like uh sex phone work like a sex call line work it's all uh yeah but you don't see them ever yeah, yeah. no they all look like me and they're like hey I hope your dick's hard enough for me because my pussy's real soft. I mean, that works. Yeah, but uh, I'm staring at you, so ooh, it's... Ooh, I'm getting real uh, conflicted I'm messages. I'm sitting in a puddle <laughs> of my own personal soup. Oh, uh, why don't you stick that spoon in it? That's Marcus. Uh, I'm Ben. Welcome to the sexiest last podcast hey. episode ever. Hey, my name's Cinnamon, and you sound hot. Cinnamon? Well, I, mm. thank you so much, Cinnamon. I haven't been with a <laughs> Cinnamon? <laughs> Cinnamon? I'm sorry, I choked on a piece of string cheese. <laughs> Are you eating string <laughs> But this is our time together. I'm paying $5 a minute to uh, talk to you, and you're coughing about... Uh, I didn't have a chance Luga. to work on my bush hair this morning. <laughs> Uh, it's all wild and woolly for you. I'm so glad you're home from Iraq. Am I, am I still being charged? I was not in Iraq. Mm, gotta play yes and when talking to the sex line operator. Uh, you know what? Let me speak to your manager. I'm hey, it is Ralph. Hey, you don't. Hey, you're not jerking off yet. Ralph Cinnamon hasn't made me come yet. I've been jacking off for five minutes. like my number one fucking mouth whore. Number one mouth whore? Yeah, yeah, His name is Henry. He comes from Queens. His? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, hey. Um, and no, my name's not Henry. It's Cinnamon. <laughs> well, you sound like a Henry now. <laughs> and if that story in that situation isn't scary enough, today we're going to be really getting into some scary Segway. things. I've got them. All right. Today we're going to be discussing some creepy pasta and some real life horror. We were going to do this is sort of, I suppose, huh. a uh, an impromptu episode. Yes, because um, bo- normally we bring you episodes that are meticulously over days researched. Yes. Truly. Is true. And uh, yesterday, um, I was a bit uh, busy at a television taping. Jermaine Fowler filmed his first stand-up set, which is very exciting. Good for but him. the boys really were good, really good. Uh, the boys were doing quite a bit of research on the Mexican drug cartels. Don't and- even. Well, I'm not mentioning any names. Uh, but we, so we did. We were about four days into research of, um, which is, um, I'm going to say, a couple of very dangerous organizations <laughs> right. are working below the border. Uh, and uh, it's we, more like eight to 12 very dangerous organizations. We were going to pick four. But yeah. then um, we're just going to say that they, uh, upon our research, as mm. normally happens, kind of like, you know, Dear Zachary, a lot of times our research will actually change what we're going to do. Um, of course, discovered- you're referencing the documentary Dear Zachary. Yeah, where wonderful that baby docu- died. Yes, the baby did die. I don't need know if you need Spoiler to. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't work at a funeral home. Maybe his ass is grass. Oh, y'all going to need a tiny one? Because that's a tiny corpse. Um, Oh, I guess that's why it's called insensitivity. It's a Browski funeral home. Is that um, certain members of the Mexican drug cartel, namely, um, which is probably the most dangerous of all. We're not going to name any names. Yes. Let's just call them the Rica Rica. 
Yeah, I like that. They um, uh, are very much so involved on Twitter and and Facebook yes. and have killed uh, people that have made fun of them on Twitter and Facebook. And people yeah. who don't post funny memes. Yeah. An unfunny meme. You so might find your head in a gonna, box. Yeah, as much I as will... we are brave, you know, and we, you know, we do not go gently into that good night mm-hmm. as a group of men. Right. I'm not getting killed this week. <laughs> you don't want to this week. I got week. a lot of stuff coming down the pike. Right, right, right. You know? It is without a doubt the most terrifying thing that I've ever researched when you sent in my me, entire life. And then you sent it to me and I started researching it and it is it is terrifying. I wish we we'll try to give you some tidbits of what we learned while we researched during the day today. So we're gonna read creepy yeah. pastas. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna read some creepy pastas. <laughs> And, uh, and Marcus, I mean, you can tell people if you want to on the last podcast page where they can find all the information about the cartels. We'll, put it up, we'll just do a big dump yeah. on the Facebook page. It's yeah, fascinating it's a, stuff. It's fascinating stuff. Uh, the Vice, all the Vice reporting on it is fucking top notch. Uh, it's great stuff, but this is not something that I'm... Uh, yeah, willing to well, get killed. We just don't over. need to get Twitter followers killed. We that's don't the, need that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, so yeah, but so day. today, so instead, what we're going to do is is. Turn all the lights off in your house. Turn all the lights off where you're working. I don't care what fucking Anne Marie has to say. <laughs> all right, Anne Marie makes a good point. Though. Fuck Anne Marie. All right, Anne Marie's yeah. got no one to love her. She's just, she puts it all into work, and she's just sitting there getting wider and wider, looking at you. Wider I mean, you're, or wider? You're smart. <laughs> wider. 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 Or wider. Fatter. Okay, we'll say fatter. Sure. But you're there. You're young. You're taught. You're tied up top, whether you're a man or a woman. You love last podcast on the left because you're sexy and you were born with that edge, that verve, the joie de vivre. Is this All what right? you tell to the phone yes. sex operators? Yes, I Will do. you call like I support them. Uh huh. So just turn off all the lights. Henry Zabrowski, the only man who makes phone op- phone sex operators come. Uh, yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. I tried to. I was like, yeah, you rub your clit. Mm, and she's yeah. just like, yeah. Because <laughs> when they organize them, they make their real noise. Their real voice comes out. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Okay, continue um, on. So roll up a fucking torpedo straight from fucking Mexico. Thanks to some of our very d- gentle and smart businessmen down there that provide these things for us. Right. Over seventy percent of America's drugs, or over ninety percent of America's drugs, comes from Mexico. And you just—I learned a lot of fun. We facts. learned a lot of good facts, <laughs> right? Um, so spark it up, do some cocaine, oh. cocaine, even. yeah, and let's get creeped out by some spooky spaghetti. It's, it's creepy pasta. It's not spooky spaghetti. <laughs> it's called creepy pasta. Spooky spaghetti. <laughs> um, all right. Do we want to start with the creepy pasta then, and Marcus, if you if you maybe you want to sm- uh, smatter in that real life story and things. like sure. that. Sure. All right. So who wants to start her off? I'll start off. Absolutely. All right. Ugh. After he Ugh. belches in my face. <laughs> all right. The bad dream. Daddy, I had a bad dream. You blink your eyes and you pull up on your elbows. Your clock glows red in the darkness. It's 3.23. Do you want to climb into bed and tell me about it? No, Daddy. The oddness of the situation makes you up, wakes you up more fully. You can barely make out your daughter's pale form in the darkness of your room. Why not, sweetie? Because in my dream, when I told you about the dream, the thing wearing mommy's skin sat up. Oh, man. And for a moment, you feel paralyzed. You can't take your eyes off your daughter. The covers behind you begin to shift. And she gets up! Whoa! She fucking gets up! Whoa! I don't like that one. That was scary. <laughs> That's just for anybody who's in a relationship. You can't trust them once you go to sleep. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, That's absolutely. It. You know how many... I really... Didn't we look this up last time, how many murders happen in committed relationships? Uh, a oh, lot of them. Most of them. The yeah. vast majority of murders. Yeah. yeah. It's either the drug cartels or her girlfriend. She's not going to kill you. She's she going to kill you, and so preemptive strike. You want... You're encouraging people to murder their girlfriend I'm just right saying, now. be free. Be stallions. Cut the... Cut the the chains. You know, not everybody needs to be kept in a stable. Well, as a man who's been single for two and a half years... Keep her. Just keep her. You don't want it. You want this. You don't want this life. All right. This one's That's called, a creepy pasta. That's a this is this, this is my life. Let's look at my Facebook page. Uh you'll see all of it. This is called World War II Cannibal. 
In Berlin, after World War II, money was short, supplies were tight, and it seemed like everyone was hungry. Probably because they were extremely hungry. At that time, people were telling the tale of a young woman who saw a blind man picking his way through a crowd. The two started to talk. The man asked her for a favor. Could she deliver the, uh, could she deliver the letter to the address on the envelope? Well, it was on her way home, so she agreed. Isn't that nice? She started out to deliver the message, when she turned around to see if there was anything uh, else the blind, the blind man needed. But she spotted him hurrying through the crowd without his, without his smoked glasses or white cane. She went to the police who raided, uh, who raided the address on the envelope, where they found heaps and heaps and heaps of human flesh for sale. The message in the envelope said, this is the last one I'm sending you today. Yeah. She's the flesh, man. She is going to be for sale. I wonder if he was going to rape her first. Well, I don't think you... I, I'm, I'm just I'm being sure. a reporter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just asking the right questions. That's kind of a fun thing, though. This is why you don't help out the blind. Never help out the blind. They're just sending you to a store. Because then you're saddled with them for 25 minutes because they're like, oh, I can't see. Oh, there's so much traffic. And the oh, thing is... I'm, I can't... Oh, blind. I got a stick. That's true. Fucking dumb. Dumb once, shit. Once you start helping out a blind person, you've got to go all the way through with it. Whatever they're doing the you're next now, 35 minutes. You're a seeing eye person for 45 it. minutes, you know? Mm. And I understand that. I imagine we have some blind people who live to, we listen to the podcast. Thank you so much. Well, they're wonderful people by definition. But I'm saying, you know, you know, I don't know. I don't know you what need, you need a dwarf or something to help you. Just well, if you if you give a mouse a cookie, that's all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He's going to ask all for I a glass say. of milk. He's not, a mouse isn't going to ask for a glass of milk. He's going to go lick no, a they, puddle or something. You're covered in plague mites. Yeah, that's true. Well, either way, don't take an envelope from a blind person or he's going to send you to an apartment where you're going to be sold as human flesh. All right, this next one is called Edward Mordrake. <laughs> one of the weirdest as well as most melancholy stories of human deformity is that of Edward Mordrake, said to have been heir to one of the noblest peerages in England. He never claimed the title, however, and was committed in his 23rd year. He lived in complete seclusion, refusing the visits even of the members of his own family. He was a young man of fine attainments, a profound scholar, and a musician of rare ability. His figure was remarkable for its grace, and his face, that is to say his natural face, was that of an, an-, of an Antonius. But upon the back of his head was another face, that of a beautiful girl, lovely as a dream, hideous as a devil. The female face was a mere mask, occupying only a small portion of the posterior part of the skull, yet exhibiting every sign of intelligence of a malignant sort, however. Mm. It would be seen to smile and sneer while Mordrake was weeping. The eyes would follow the movements of a spectator, and the lips would glibber, and the lips would gibber without seizing. No, I think glibber was right. <laughs> glibber makes as much sense as gibber. Yeah. <laughs> no voice was audible, but Mordrake avers that he was kept from his rest at night by the hateful whispers of his devil twin, as he called it, which never sleeps, but talks to me forever of such things as they only speak of in hell. No imagination can conceive the dreadful temptations it sets before me. For some unforgiven wickedness of my forefathers, I am knit to this fiend, for a fiend it surely is. I beg and beseech you to crush it out of human semblance, even if I die for it. Such were the words of the hopeless Mordrake to Manvers and Treadwell, his physicians. In spite of careful watching, he managed to procure poison, whereof he died, leaving a letter requesting that the demon face might be destroyed before his burial, lest it continues its dreadful whisperings in my grave. At his own request, he was interred in a waste place without stone or legend to mark his grave. See, my mom has the same will going for my dad. Isn't that nice? <laughs> yeah. I was. What do you think this <laughs> devil face is saying to him? Something about corn dogs or whatnot? Yeah, yeah, you're going to get that. You're, you're going to get that <laughs> sriracha chicken sandwich from Subway. <laughs> Shut the fuck up already. <laughs> he just got a Subway. Get me one of those. I got a $5 dollar foot dog. His second face. You got to mix up the tuna and the meatballs and a sub. Get that cheese bread. It'd be great if his second face had to deal with Subway. Every goddamn day. I know what the special is today. It's the new chicken parmesan. Thank you so much, second ugly face. Hey, fresh. But that's a real that's a real story, though, isn't it? Isn't there yeah. an actual yeah. case of a fellow with a face in the back of his head? That's the old yeah. thing, and it, and it would whisper, and that's what he said. Is that, that that's the 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 stale the 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 
true story is that he turned to the doctor and he's like, he says terrible things in the night. Yeah. Which is probably just him going like, ah, cocksucker. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I wish I had a big old dick to suck, but I guess it would just go in your brain, you (laughs) 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 fucking. That would be all. It just sounds like the monster from Basket Cases. Some Tony Clifton. If you want to call me baby, just go ahead now. If you, and I can tell oh, you, baby, just go ahead now. If you, we should you have never gone to that sock hop. Just go ahead now. <laughs> if you, I can tell you, that's Who's all he sings. sings. He what never gets that, to the chorus. That's the gem blossoms, the, I think. No, that's no, not it's, the It's the spin doctors. Spin, spin doctors. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. Um, that's that is a face uh, fate worse than hell. The second <laughs> face in the back of your head. Same name of the people that make us totally fine with their continuing war in Afghanistan. Mm, the mm. spin doctors. That is true. All right, let me read one more. Uh, let me read another one. My sleeping wife. My sleeping wife. <laughs> is this a Henny Youngman bit? <laughs> Take my sleeping wife, please. I pull into the driveway from another late night. I enter the house to find all the lights are out, as usual. (laughs) My wife must already be in bed and asleep. It's late and I'm tired, so I figured I might as well just go to bed, too. I like to... This guy is really living a life here. I understand this guy. I don't even bother turning on the lights anymore. I could navigate my way through this house blind. Besides, I don't want to wake the wife. The bedroom door creaks as it opens, and as I inch my way to the side of the bed and I crawl in, I move close to my wife and wrap my arm around her. I know she's asleep, but I somehow feel her embrace me as I hold her, and I slowly drift to sleep with the love of my life asleep in my arms. Really, it doesn't sound like it. I slowly begin to wake up when I find my love is no longer in my arms, or in bed for that matter. I open my eyes to see her entire side of the bed is covered in dried, crusty blood. I panic and look to the door to see bloody footprints and trips of blood leading out of the room. I frantically get up to follow the footprints and search for my wife. As I approach the, ado- the, as I approach the door, I decide to take one last look at the room. As I turn around, I see my once beautiful wife sliced open and mutilated, nailed to the wall behind my bed. Beside her, painted in her blood across the wall, were the words, Thank you. Thank you for holding me. But maybe next time you should turn a light on when you come in. That one actually scares me. My wife. That one actually got me, though. My wife. My wife. <laughs> Take my Take wife. My wife. Kill her, nail her, yeah. nail her to a wall. Yeah. No, man. that one scares me. So the whole night he was just cuddling the killer. Yeah, but if it was you, you would have murdered him. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, I made a Ben Shalada, but I, mm. I killed this. It's called the Ben Rito. That's what happens when you cuddle with this big guy. Ugh. Ben Rito. Everyone, don't make that face. <laughs> don't make those noises. People love it, they can't get enough of it. All right, this one's called Hearing Aid. I'm going to do all the disability ones. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of exciting. It's a little bit longer, though. It's a little long for me, so hang in there. On an early dim morning, an elderly woman rested her hand atop a gravestone. Henry Blackwood, 1938 to 2004. So yeah. <laughs> I love it. Who is that troubadour sending us the king's news? (laughs) (laughs) He's got rickets. Uh, The king, that is. All right. So the gravestone said Henry Blackwood. My kids are going to have such a terrible time with children's stories. You know? Yeah, you're not going to do any of the voices. You're just going to burn through them trying to eat time. (laughs) Then Cinderella said she wanted to go to the goddamn ball because a bunch of hot sluts were there. How many times I had to hear it over and over and I want to go to the ball. I want to go to the ball. (laughs) What happens, Daddy? What happens, Daddy? Her fucking foot was too small, lost a shoe. And that's what happens when you lose too much weight, which is a lesson your mother must have learned. No kidding, huh? (laughs) Put her skin on a foreman. All right. So this old chick, oh, she's hanging out at a gravesite there. She put her head on the gravestone. Henry Blackwood, 1938 to 2004. She rested flowers on it and wept, something she didn't usually do. She always made sure to bring something for of Henry's uh, when she made her uh, when she made her annual visit to his grave. 
Her memory wasn't what it used to be, and her brain needed to uh, needed help uh, to get it jogged. Henry and jogged. You don't see those uh, <laughs> words there too often in a sentence. Just but read the fuck. <laughs> she brought something he hated: his hearing aids. She remembered wistfully how he would never use them. Always insisted he. I had like ed- being deaf. He always God insisted. God damn it, Martha! Don't you dare bring me those aids again. I love not hearing you. That's pretty much what that sentence means. So we'll let it slide. Uh, we'll let that slide. Uh, now all she wanted was his return uh, to her loving embrace. Oh, Henry! She fell to her knees and looked to the sky. How I wish you'd come back to me. Up in the sky and through her blurred, 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 teary vision, she saw a red star. It was faint, but she heard a malignant chuckle and a star flash to match it. Then it disappeared with the uh, with the raising sun. She wiped away her tears. Strange. It was a, it was was it a product of her imagination? She stood up and surveyed the area, but saw nothing. It seemed like the moment was merely nothing but old senile womanly mood swings. You know those. <laughs> As she smiled at her silly old self, a question came to her that felt like part of a dark realization. Could the battery and the hearing aid still work? She atta- she attached it to her best ear and to her best ear. Turn no. it, I mean, attach it to the weak one. We're gonna get that as we get older. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I mean, it's a hearing aid. Put it yeah, in the weak ear. Yeah, but you kind of want to. I mean, I I've got a best ear right now. All right, you I do. Yeah. Weird. Well, either way, this chick just attached a hearing aid to hers. Uh, she could hear the rustling of crow feathers in a nearby tree. It probably still worked due to her husband's lack of commitment to use it. <laughs> then she swallowed hard. She rested her ear on the ground. Still fucking on his ass. I know, she's still <laughs> yelling at this guy. <laughs> then swallowing hard, she rested her ear on the gravestone above his grave. Her mouth dropped in horror. She heard scratching, shuffling, and a familiar voice bellowing a horrified scream. Henry, what's that scream sound like? Uh- That's like an it. English siren? <laughs> Is the orphanage burning down again? <laughs> that's the th- that's, that's hearing aid. That's great. That is great story. It's <laughs> yeah. a great story. <laughs> Spaghetti. All right, this next one's for all you basement dwellers out there. Mm. <laughs> hey, that's me. <laughs> oh, doing? This one's going right out to right out to, right out to me, huh? Footsteps aren't an uncommon thing to hear when you're sitting in a basement, so I think nothing of it when I hear quiet thuds coming from my upstairs hallway. I just assume it's my brother and can you continue doing whatever pointless little thing I was doing at the time. What, like jerking off? Is that what you do? You're pointing at Henry? <laughs> yeah, why are you pointing at Henry? <laughs> pointless little thing that you're doing, and he just points right to Henry. Am I the pointless thing? <laughs> <laughs> Talking to my friend Henry. <laughs> I guess I'm just not here, you know. <laughs> yeah, I heard them too. I, I, I heard, I heard those. I heard that steps upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> they go on for another couple minutes, and I'm starting to get pissed off. They keep getting louder and louder, and I sigh, wondering what the hell my brother's doing this late at night. I sit there because it's impossible to focus with the racket. I mean, it sounds like someone's power walking all over my main floor. What's he focusing on? Playing fucking Call of Duty or some dumb shit? He's playing League of Legends. I'm all sorry, right, I'm yeah, sorry. he's a basement dweller. Power walking credit. all over the main floor. I can just picture a bunch of grannies with sweatpants jacked up to their belly buttons. But their ghosts are all covered in blood. Ooh. Ah. Killed power walking. Where are you, granny? I sit there and listen as the thumps get faster and wilder. They just keep moving, almost starting to form a rhythm. They move even faster and get even wilder, and they're thumping all over my main floor. <laughs> I realize that whatever this is, it can't be human. No human can move like that. What the fuck? I finally yell, and after that, all the noises stop. Everything is quiet. Like, oh shit! Oh, oh no! Oh shit! You can hear us. Everything is quiet for a moment, and then I hear calm, slow footsteps moving to my basement door. The door is pushed open, and the footsteps stop again. I listen to my breathing for the next three minutes, then sigh, thinking it's over. Turns out, something else was listening too. Suddenly, I hear it thudding down the stairs, and I knock my chair over in my haste to stand up. I start to run towards the nearest closet, just in time to see a grotesque, hairless, four-legged creature dancing towards me, tapping its swollen feet in an intoxicating rhythm. I dive into the closet and slam the door shut. There's a half-second pause, and then I hear that same rhythm on the door. It just keeps going and going with no pause. 
<laughs> no rest, no relief. He's been at it for hours now. And I find myself tapping my fingers along with this song. But then, just as suddenly as it began, it ends. I wait for a few moments, then look out. He's gone. I flip on a light and fall into a chair. It's safe. I relax and think for a few moments. But then I notice my foot tapping. Maybe the song isn't so bad. I almost like it, like it enough to dance to it. Mm. So I drop down on my hands and feet, and I start. Uh-oh. And I'll oh. never rent a room from the McNeelys again. <laughs> of course, he's referencing Holden McNeely from the Round Table of Gentlemen. That was kind of cre- creepy. Yeah, out. Like, I like creepy. Yeah, but I mean, there's something about like the four-legged visual. creature dancing towards me, <laughs> tapping its swollen feet. This is how Mormons get their children not to go to sock hops and but things I, like that. Honestly, though, but I, the visual would be really scary. Yeah, I imagine like a like a horse with no head, like just meat, oh, yeah. just going like a dunk, 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 yeah. which is awesome. Yeah, What's the name of the great. character from Confederacy of Dunces? Ignatius, uh, Ignatius Riley. I just yeah. picture this guy like Ignatius, though, where yeah. he, he stood up swiftly, but he's just like, knocks over his chair, yeah, Cheetos just, everywhere. This infernal rumbling is disturbing <laughs> my study. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to read one, uh, another one. This is a quiet one. Oh, okay. Under the covers. So this will help if you're laying down in bed. You know, if you're laying down in bed, you're wearing your negligee. All right? Negligee. Take off them work boots. Why are they having an... I'm just setting a picture. Mm-hmm. A construction <laughs> worker in a negligee. That's what I got. Whoever's sometime. got a... Just lay down in bed for this one. Tonight's like every other night. You lay there in the dark and silence alone. With no company other than your thoughts. Well, that's just kind of me now. That's just... You, this is... It's not called Ben is under the cover. <laughs> <laughs> you shift and roll throughout your bed, just you and your thoughts, like Ben, like Ben Kissel. Hmm? You ponder, you plan, and you fantasize. Anything to distract you from the ringing silence, silence that surrounds you. You hear a creak. It's a common sound to hear on such a still night, but you still recoil. When the sound hits your ears, you hear this sound almost every night, but the sheer unexpectedness sets off a trigger in your head as paranoia takes over. The thoughts that once illuminated your mind are now darkened. What once was pleasure and success has now turned to demons and killers. The silence that your mind was distracting you from has now become the focus. You lay there silent listening for any obscure sound, hoping that the silent doesn't leave. Every little noise adds to your paranoia, and the silence lingers as you wait till the next unexpected occurrence. You're too afraid to open your eyes at the thought of seeing anything your mind can conjure. You lay there, alone in fear. The fear builds in your mind as you try to find a quick escape from anything it creates. You revert to your childhood solution, hiding under the covers. You'll pull the blanket over your head and lay in silence. You hear noises, but they don't seem as scary. You figure if they can't see you, you're safe. The heat builds up under your blanket, and you put up with it simply for the comfort it supplies. <laughs> this is a hot box. I mean, yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. A little Dutch oven situation. Yes, yes. Okay. It's fart gas. You're, you're, you're <laughs> cyclone being yourself with your own fart juice. Thank you. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around, it's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try Every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some cha, Texas Pete sriracha sauce, and I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs in a whole bunch of cha, and it started off my day Correct. Texas Pete. Sauce like you mean it. 
Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text and that helps you save time i know i'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse picks now part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts now so what i've done to do is like so while i'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hi. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs, and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt, and I love planting things myself. And fast-growing trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. Now I don't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list. With Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish. Wow! I just gotta learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm gonna be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. You begin to calm down and relax and revert back to your usual, logical self, Ben. Mm-hmm. It's just you and your thoughts again alone. Alone, alone, alone. Under your blanket. You think of how silly it was to get so scared and worked up over a silly little noise. Eyes closed, you lift the blanket off your face as the built-up heat is released and the fart moves <laughs> to the bedroom. 
You breathe a sigh of relief and roll over, only to hear a deep, grating voice whisper, Oh, there you are. As the sound of footsteps creeps towards your bed. (laughs) I mean, this is a true toot story. (laughs) The Henry Zabrowski toot story. At least once a week after some Thai food. Oh, I farted myself out of bed. Um, But I've never farted (laughs) myself awake. I will say my Never brain have. keeps that for people around me. That's very nice. Yeah. You were, was it you that was on the plane with CeeLo? Yes. From, and uh, CeeLo, of course, he was farted the judge on The Voice. Yeah. Yeah. And he's the, he farted Sorry, himself. y'all. Yeah, it was very funny. That was very funny. <laughs> and CeeLo in real life, he's about like, what, 4'11"? Yeah, he's very tiny but fat. He's the, tiny but, he's tiny but big. Like ca- me. A little cannonball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he farted himself awake. He's uh, like Blueberry. He's like Violet Beauregard. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So don't fart in bed, everyone, or it's going to create a demon that's going to come back and eat your soul. Um, All right. This is called amputation. So, so far, I've discussed some blind man story, Mm -hmm. and then we had a hearing aid story, and now this will be my final one, and this is called amputation. During the war, a so... um, hmm. (laughs) Rapunzel, huh? She had some long fucking hair, didn't she? What? <laughs> uh, I should do a whole uh, a whole series on on fairy tales. That'd be great. A series, yeah, like where you just read the fairy like an audio book. Yeah, it'll be real quick. Yeah, yeah, it's called yeah. Ben Kissel yeah. putters his way through the fairy tales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's gonna be really really popular. People are gonna like it. Uh, all right, so uh, here we go with this one. This one this one's called amputation. Uh, during the war, a soldier faithfully wrote his mother every week so she would know he was all right. Until one week, she didn't get a letter and was immediately worried. Within a couple of weeks, she got a letter from the army saying that her son had been captured and was being held in a prison war camp. This is not a good letter to get. And they assured her that they had no reason to believe the American prisoners were being mistreated in any way. Which, I mean, yeah, they were. Yeah. It's a prison war camp. A few weeks later, the woman finally received another letter from her son. It read, Dear Mom, try not to worry about me. They are treating us well and I'll be released as soon as the war is over. Make sure that little Teddy gets the stamp of his collection. Gets this stamp for his collection. Love you, Joe. Love you, Joe. The woman was overjoyed to hear the news, but was confused because she had no idea who little Teddy was. She decided to steam the stamp from the envelope and have a look. When she did, she saw that written on the back of the stamp were the words, They've cut off my legs. 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 Oh. Yeah, that's that is creepy. That is so creepy. that one like actually gave me a little bit of a shiver. Yeah, that is really creepy. Yeah. On the back of a stamp. If only we just had someone with like enthusiasm to sell the story. <laughs> it All would right, be very creepy. Here, during the war, a sailor soldier fucking. No, that was good. I nailed that end. They cut. I cut off my legs. Hey, where are they? In a dumpster somewhere, some kids playing with them like they're new toys. You know what? Actually, you would be amazing at giving bad news in a hospital. Like, Turns I'm out really... your son's going to live, but he's gay. But he's gay. Sorry about that. <laughs> How can you tell? I'll see you in the concession stand. I'm going to go get some fucking hot dog. All right. This next one is of a genre that we haven't really, a genre of creepypasta that we, we've we kind of neglected. Yes. The genre of video game creepypasta. Oh, okay. A yes. lot of them, the vast majority of them have to do with, strangely enough, Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, Pokemon is a big one, but since I know nothing about Pokemon. Isn't it with, there's like lizards and orbs. Right? People love Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. it's lizards, That's what that is. It's like Pokemon Black or something. I don't know. What does I, that mean? But there's there's children I, I have no in idea. it. There's yeah. children yeah, in there's it. They in have it. orb prisons that have lizards in them, and then they try to they try to they throw them at each other. Yeah. Okay. Adults yeah. play this game now. Pokemon. Do they? Yeah, they've grown with it. I've seen like 30, 40 year old men playing Pokemon. Yeah, I just uh, I miss, mean I don't know what to say that, about that. Miss that boat. Lock Thank around. God, that's a boat I didn't. That is a stinky, fucking <laughs> slu- slushy ridden boat that it's I a don't need to be on. boat. It is. Mm. Dear mom, try not to worry about me. You know, <laughs> no, you're trying to re- trying to get a mulligan. <laughs> I'm not, I thought I really nailed that one. But I didn't want to read anything right. from a video game that I didn't know a whole lot about. But I did find one from one of my favorite video games from childhood, Doom. Oh, I love Doom. Yeah, yeah. Great. this one is called Repercussions of Evil. 
Mm. John Stalvern waited. The lights above him blinked and sparked out of the air. There were demons in the base. He didn't see them, but had expected them now for years. His warnings to Colonel Joseph were not listened to, and now it was too late. Far too late for now, anyway. John was a space marine for 14 years. When he was young, he watched the spaceships, and he said to Dad, I want to be on the ships, Daddy. Dad said, No! You will be killed by demons! Mm. Good yeah. dad. There was a time when he believed him. Then as he got older, he stopped. But now in the space station base of the UAC, he knew there were demons. This is Joseph, the radio crackered. You must fight the demons. So John got... Wait, you want it. me to do it like that? Is that good? So, jo- <laughs> so John got at his plasma rifle and blew up the wall. He going to kill us! Said the demons. I will shoot at him! said the cyber demon, and he fired the rocket missiles. John plasmed at him and tried to blow him up, but then the ceiling fell and they were trapped and not able to kill. No, I must kill the demons! <laughs> he shouted. The radio said, No, John, you are the demons. What? And then John was a zombie. No! Nerd alert, nerd alert, nerd so alert. you your honey and you're making out when the phone rings and you answer in a voice. What are you doing with my daughter? You tell your girl and she say, my dad is dead. And who, who was phone? Who was phone? Who was phone? Good God. <laughs> they have cut off my legs, huh? <laughs> Everything's doing fine over here in Vietnam. They've cut off my legs. Um, all right, let's see here, Henry. Do you have another one, or should we do a should we do a a, a, a true life story? Marcus? Let's do a true life one right okay. now. Yeah, yeah. This is a, a guy that I just found out about. The story's a couple years old, but it's new to me. Russian police have arrested a man described by local media as the cemetery collector for digging up 29 corpses and dressing the remains in female clothing to display around his apartment. I like cool, it. Cool, though. I mean, in the end, you're just, you got to make, it's all about building your own family these days. It is. And, you know, I honestly, I don't know what it is about people that dig up graves and dress up corpses. I really have no problem with it. It's just human bone. It's fine. Thank you. <laughs> just gotta, I really don't. It's not that bad. I, if I am dead... Uh, I would prefer to be sitting on somebody's rocking chair watching old episodes but of I'd Cheers rather, in a bonnet. On behalf, of, uh, on behalf of my people, we appreciate your understanding. <laughs> what is your people? The bone collectors. The bone collectors. Okay, that's good. Are well, we just dorks? Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Oh, okay. You didn't know that? No, I've, I'm still yeah, unaware. Yeah, we're just fucking nerds. Oh, I don't okay. know. I I'm, I go to the clubs, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm always around. People are always being like, who's that guy? What's he? What's At the clubs? Yeah. 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 I, I'll have you know that I am now on my second read-through of Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. Norrell. And if that's not cool, I don't know what is. Well, I will say that book. is so much better, and I'm going to put it out there because Harry Potter's dumb <laughs> all right it's dumb mm. and stupid and dumbledore isn't real i like that one Jonathan i like Strange that that's Norrell. that's non-gay magic yeah <laughs> what's gay that's magic a, it's yeah john the strange mr Norrell. that's like cool magic that's now. cool magic yeah it's like oh, super okay. cool yeah We're, harry re- potter is like dumb magic <laughs> oh just, i've got a wand i've got a scar in my head like i'm a boy Jonathan, like i'm a boy jonathan strange don't need no wand yeah he's a man he's not a boy do I have to call another nerd alert? Because this is getting sad, guys. I'm a cool, hip young man. Do you want to know about the man with the thistle down hair? No, a little bit. Oh, I, you'll I dance forever in his parties. <laughs> oh, no. Stephen Black has been taken into his arm. But you know what's really weird is that I, I am not really creeped out by a guy who just dresses up bodies in his in his house. No, no it's not that like, creepy. There's just other things that are creepier than that. You yeah. just people. I feel like it happens a lot more often than, than we it hear used about. To. God, yes. It used to happen extremely regularly. Yeah, grainy police video images of the man's cramped flat showed what looked like several life-sized female dolls without faces, some with platinum blonde wigs. Cool. I kind of like this guy. Mm-hmm. Living like maniac. Diamonds over girls, best friend. And skulls are <laughs> this guy. He's just dancing back and forth like listening to old Carol Channing records. <laughs> exactly. But now he wasn't uh, accused of murder or, or nope, anything like that. All. He's just, just grave robbing. Huh? It was ascertained that he used mummified human bodies from graves to make them the dolls 
Yeah. Police described the man who was arrested following the desecration of graves in the area as a local historian and an expert in the study of place names. Media cited friends as saying place they names. had never seen the dolls and that he was a learned, if eccentric, man. <laughs> a bit eccentric. I would say eccentric for sure. I'm sorry about what I did. I guess I was just too involved in reading my books. Yeah. <laughs> I had like, to do it. Much like Mr. Noro. They asked me to do it. Mm-hmm. You don't understand. I walked by the graveyard. And they're like, ah, we, ah, yeah, we, put ah. a hearing aid in. And it's just like, I had to do something. <laughs> put I me was in, in a war once. <laughs> I prefer platinum blonde. I mean, I just took them out and I just left them as is, but they begged them for me to make them dresses. <laughs> no, I know. And of course they did, like little American dolls. And combing their American wigs puts me to dolls. sleep. Yeah, why wouldn't it? Ah. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, did he fuck these uh, corpses at all? Or? No. No. No, he just dressed them up and placed them around. Do you want to see them? Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, look. Let's see. Oh, oh they're not bad. Pretty. Yeah, we'll post this on the uh, Last Podcast Facebook group. She which, looks which, warm. You guys out there, Very if you warm. haven't joined the Last Podcast on the Left Facebook group, fucking come on out, man. Like we've got, oh, yeah. We've got like fucking 600 members now, and people are posting fucking awesome, people creepy People post shit awesome shit every, every day. Every single day. And another th- yeah, yeah, I got a great message on Facebook from that uh, fellow who was number 600, and uh, he didn't even know about it, so that was sad. I thought that everybody knew about it. So the Facebook Last Podcast page, it's, it's very, great. very That's where we're going, everybody, uh, we're mingling over there. Yeah, we're the mingling, three of us are on and there. we read everything every day like and people post great shit no i discover shit from there all the time because yeah. people post all, um, amazing um, like a lot of like fun and funny stuff and then also like let's get some creepy stuff on there yeah oh, there's some creepy stuff on there but yes absolutely um can we share another story read another story please come oh, <laughs> that's what, what this is called please come it's like c-u-m or c-o-m-e no, it's c-o-m-e but okay. you can always make it sound like c-u-m you can do whatever you want yeah sure A 15-year-old boy in a small town in Maryland sat down at his computer after getting home from school one day. Please calm. (laughs) Oh, no. He turned on and logged into his instant messaging program and was then surprised to receive a message from a classmate of his who had been absent that day. Did he sign into Grugle? His instant messaging program. That's funny. (laughs) That is funny. They could just use use the name. Grugel. Grugel. It consisted of the two words. Please come. Confused, the boy sent a reply asking, why had you been absent that day? After two or more messages and 15 minutes with no response, he decided to get on his bike and head over to his classmate's house. Like we all used to do. It was very, it was a primitive uh, kid here. It was a short ride of only about five minutes. When he got to the house, he found the door was unlocked. Inside, partially dried blood was splattered all over the walls and doors, and an unrecognizable figure was crumpled against the far wall. It was missing an arm and a leg, and bloody streaks on the floor led away from the body into the kitchen. The boy slammed the door closed and immediately called 911 on his cell phone. When the police arrived, they found three corpses, as well as tracks, leading away from the house from the back door. The forensics report concluded that the entire family, the boy's classmates, and his parents had been killed sometime the previous night. That's it. Please come. Please come. Yeah, he wanted to come so he could kill him. So then the police just showed up and discovered that... You want a short one, Ben? Oh, sure. I'll do a short one. Uh, but that was the whole story? The yeah. police just showed up and they're like, yeah, three people got killed. Yeah, well, yeah I mean, the kid, he wasn't killed. No. The boy wasn't killed. So the boy had killed everybody else. Did they cut off his legs or anything? No, no, no. <laughs> they did. Was he no. blind? No. Death. That's why you didn't read the story. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. All right. Well, I got one. Marcus is Marcus is feeding me only the goods. Uh, this one's called In the Kitchen. Mm, my favorite place to be. This one's for you, Ben. Thank you. All right. In this situation, I'm really going to amp it up. <laughs> I hope this person doesn't have their legs cut off. A young girl is playing in her bedroom. <laughs> How else do you do it? You know? With suspense. You do it with all suspense. All right, all right, all right. A young girl is playing in her bedroom. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, so anyway, we, you know, this, this girl is playing in her fucking room, okay? And then uh, she hears her mother call uh, from the kitchen, which that happens, and then she runs downstairs to meet her mother, who's in the kitchen, okay? As, uh, that's, uh, that's okay. As she's running through the hallway, the door to the cupboard under the stairs opens, and a hand reaches out and pulls her in. It's her mother. <laughs> she whispers to her child, don't go into the kitchen. I heard it, too. Whoa. Ooh, that one's scary, though. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, so basically, to summarize, 
Young girl hears her mother calling in the kitchen, right? Runs through the goddamn hallway. Mom grabs her, throws her into the fucking closet. And it's just like, I fucking heard that shit, too. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I like it. Good. Boil down. Another Ben Kissel boil down. Ooh, I'm going to do so many boil downs. This one's called Sleeping Pills. Mm. In the fall of 2011, a man hung himself in a bottling factory of a popular over-the-counter sleep aid company just outside Chicago. Let's call it Hambian. Let's call it... (laughs) (laughs) The Ambian that tastes like ham. The man worked as a quality control manager and had just been laid off to save the company money. Corporate fat cats. In the morning, the cleaning crew found him swaying in the breeze from the air conditioning system with a note in his breast pocket that read, Sleep tight. Over the next few months, a string of strange deaths were associated with areas where the sleep aids from the factory were shipped. Seemingly healthy people had died in their sleep from apparent strangulation. All of the victims had severe bruising on their throats. Oddly, police were unable to ascertain how the murderer entered entered the victim's home or a a possible motive for the murder. Further, vivid reports began coming in from people who had taken the pills but not died. One lady reported taking the pill, and right before she fell asleep, she opened her eyes, and a bald, middle-aged man wearing a short-sleeved, white-collared shirt was hovering just above her face. She closed her eyes, hoping the man would disappear, but when she opened her eyes, he was there, inches from her face. She even recalls feeling the man's breath on her forehead. He then began strangling her. Luckily for her, her husband noticed her gasping for air in her sleep and quickly woke her. Another man recalls falling asleep after taking the pills. He awoke to the figure of a man swaying in the corner of his room. He turned on the light next to his bed and saw the man with better accuracy. He was a bald, middle-aged man wearing a short-sleeved, white-collared shirt. The bald man then removed the noose from his neck and reportedly floated towards the man attempting to strangle him. Again, it was the man's spouse who woke him. He awoke gasping for air in sheer terror. The FDA did a full investigation and found no evidence of tampering. Even after a recall of the pills and a public awareness campaign warning of possible tampering, the deaths and the reports of the bald man didn't stop. It was only when the company shut down the factory that the deaths and reports decreased. It is unknown how many deaths were the result of the apparent tampering, or how many of the pills from that factory are still sitting in cabinets across the country. And that's Hell what yeah. happened to Detroit, you know? That's what happened with Michigan. It's sad. That's what happened to the just, south side of Chicago. It's yeah. just they the perfect the example. Ambient factory and it all goes to shit. Hambian. I did want, I did want you to put a little, I am Henry. <laughs> hey, welcome to Ambien. Yes, <laughs> Ambien, Ambien does. I'm making you a sandwich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he, uh, but I feel like, yeah, it's also very much a story of just all uh, American corporate society and the mm-hmm, murderers mm-hmm. it creates. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like our Postal Workers episode. Yes, it is. Going Postal. Watch that documentary on Netflix. It's great. Um, I like the idea of hanging yourself in a uh, in the business that just fired you. I'd love to do that. You know, I wish you could come back so you could see the faces and everyone's, you know, Pamela's like sweeping up the urine that you, you know. After I don't know how much I, a company that said, said no to us, you know, or, or any of us at a point, like I just yeah. I really do have the fantasy of just sort of like dumping gasoline all over the lobby and just like set myself on fire as the whole building goes down. Yeah, don't he- do it. Well, I'm I mean, he's not going to do it. Listeners, I mean, listen, no, he's not going to do it. Oh, the listeners aren't going to do it? They got, we got more episodes to the, the, come out with. The sweet, sweet click clack of the AK just going click, 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 click gun going into the uh-huh. fucking barrel. Well, now you're you know, getting scared. Looking yeah. down the scope, <laughs> and you just see all your problems on the other end of that scope, and it's like an itch, right? It's like your finger itches, and every single time you pull no, the no. trigger, it's like you're it's like you're scratching an itch. You know, an itch that keeps you fucking awake at night. All night long. And you think, man, what will I do? And you mm. keep putting creams all over your finger to try to stop the fucking itch. But some reason, it doesn't go away until you pull that sweet, sweet trigger. Mm-hmm. Well, that was actually red by Henry Zabrowski. That was, a, <laughs> that was a creepypasta. That was a wonderful creepypasta, yes. Who was phone? Danny Marcus, who- can you read who was phone real quick? I, I need to hear who was phone after that disgusting rant. That, uh, I'm not saying it's, it's a good it's just idea. just far too accurate. I mean, it happens every week in America. Somebody has that exact thought process, and then they're just going. Really so you're just... with your honey, and you're making out when oh, the what? phone rings. You answer it, and the voice is, what are you doing with my daughter? You tell your girl, and she says, my dad is dead. Then who, who was, was phone? Who was phone? You know what? The more and more I hear about it, I'm really starting to wonder. Who was phone? I know. You know like, I'm kind of like obsessed with who was, who was who was phone. I who mean, was phone? If you think about it, okay, 
So with your you're with your girlfriend. Let's break right, this down. You have you're your with, girlfriend. Right, listen, you're, you're with your dude girlfriend. Calls and, and, he's make, just like, and you're making out. And you're like, where was the brooder? Yeah, maybe On it was the her. Other side of the maybe it was her right. uncle. Maybe no, wait, it was no, her. No, but it's her daughter. I mean, technically, stepfather, anybody can say anything that they stepfather. like. Stepfather. It's tough. It's, it's a, just it's tough. To maybe say. the only thing coming. Stepfather. It's just one of the. It's one of the largest mysteries on the internet, and I don't know if we're ever going to figure out who was phone. Then who was phone? I don't even know. I don't even know anymore. I don't think uh, I have any stories. Left. I think we're all done with stories, actually. Yeah, I think, um, I think so, man. I think we're going to Parker. So I think, uh, you know, a good thing to remember um, is that, uh, hey, uh, let's say if you're going to want to, if you want to join a certain unnamed organization down in Mexico, the first thing you have to do is have, you know, no fear of committing murder. Yeah. Oh, you definitely can't Because that. a lot of the initiations that they're going to do is that you're 12 years old and they hand you a gun Even and they younger. have somebody they're not very, um, you know, they, they have somebody that they're not particularly a fan of, mm-hmm. you know, tied to a, you know, cement, well, uh, I mean, what's the term, pillar, in some sort of parking lot, you know, and then you're going to be 12 and you're going to have to put this guy out of his misery. And, and you, then maybe later on down the line, you're going to get Harlequin tattoos in jail because oh, definitely. it makes you scarier, I guess. Well, or a member of the uh, Insane Clown Posse fan base. Yeah. Um, either way. But, you know, this is how prominent these murders are in Mexico. Just to, uh, Ed from the Round Table of Gentlemen, uh, he worked in many restaurants throughout his life. And he'll just tell me stories that are just told to him by Mexican fellows. There's one story where there was a drug dealer, son of a drug lord. He was a total asshole. He ran the town. He was collecting too much loot for too long. Opens up the door one day, looking for some money. Dude shoots him. But instead of, like, burying the body of this asshole, uh, they they just take him out to the middle of the street, let his body rot, and dogs just eat the inside of his corpse. And, like, it was literally just all week, you know, just two weeks, three weeks, however long it took for dogs to consume his body. That was just happening in that town that week or yeah. that Absolutely. month. Absolutely. And, and never mind. Told me there was another story that he said that this guy, he's like, yeah, I knew this guy. Uh, he used to oh, yeah. eat hearts. Yeah, he to, make kill- him, to make himself scarier. He would kill people and then eat the hearts. And there was the other story about the man who would just drink the blood after uh, after he would kill people in order to just instill fear, which would, works. He would c- kill people and then wrap them up in yellow ribbon. As his, that was his his thing, like a big present, and he would dump them on the, on the steps of their homes where their families were to show everybody uh, a lesson or wrapping them up in a tiger print. Uh, fabric because he owned a flagon of like seven tigers and then don't they know. know don't they know it's christmas <laughs> and, and then there's the guy who uh used to make stew out of guiso uh, yeah guiso and uh, there was the other guiso. guy who used to stuff people in the oil drums pour gasoline in them and then set the guys on fire while they were still alive yeah that's, right. you know there's lots of different Stories out there. Oh you know? man, yeah, yeah, really. Uh, it's tough to choose which one you want to have happen. Think today, something you know? like uh, sixty thousand deaths since two thousand six. So insane. Um, they're not afraid to kill Americans. Full time. Oh, definitely. Uh, definitely not. Definitely not afraid to kill Americans. Almost wants to want to. Almost you could argue just looking for an excuse. To. Looking for any chance to do it. Well, we're not going to give them that chance nor excuse. No, because no. you can't find me. Yeah, and in no. fact, one, it's one, not like I work for television and it's <laughs> no, easy to no. find me. You know. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're underground. We're not, uh, we're not <laughs> going to the public I mean, figures. Let's all at say all. a prayer to Santa Muerte. Santa Muerte, Saint Death. Uh-huh. Um, the only one that really works. In, and there's also uh, Jesus Malverde, uh-huh. the, the patron uh, good, saint of drug dealers. The patron saint of dar- drug dealers oh, well, that they right. go and they have bullets blessed by in order to uh, make sure that they fire straight and true. Yeah, the shit, <laughs> that, very good. The shit that they show on uh, Breaking Bad, tame, tame, very tame, very tame. Uh, watered yeah. down version. Of what the cartels? So you just go ahead and research do. it yourself. Just do it yourself. Just oh, you, right you are going to go ahead and you're going to go out there. And I'm going to do it. Can I do a bit of a plug? Can people please watch the Murder Fist videos on YouTube? Yeah, they're That's great. The that it was sad. Watch the videos. <laughs> that was just <laughs> a sad us. plug. We need people Can to people watch please? the videos. Was it a telethon? Just go to YouTube, look up Murder Fist. Tell We've Jerry Lewis stuff. about it. We're yeah. gonna click. We'll, we'll we'll cure dist- muscular dystrophy. Dist- dystrophy. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Go check out Free Cable Blowjob. That's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. I, like I, I yeah. like it. I like shit popsicle as well. Yeah. Shit popsicle is also great. Well, that concludes the saddest. <laughs> Oh, 45 oh. seconds that this episode, <laughs> podcast has ever seen. Yeah, if I may heard. do a plug as well, if you're in the New York City area, the Cowmen, uh, the band in which I'm a part of with Holden McNeely, uh, we're playing this Saturday at Matchless. 
8 p.m. in Brooklyn with Mama Holler. It's going to be a fucking great show. It's going to be a very good show. Come on out. Come on to the show. Thursday, dog shit. <laughs> Legion Bar. We should technically there's be no, doing there's this. There's no reason why we should. No, I do know. That. I just, I just feel like you know, if you're in the, if you're in the Brooklyn area, or in Manhattan, or in the New York area, uh, come to uh, Legion Bar tomorrow night, Thursday evening, and uh, Henry will be there with Murder Fist, and Marcus sometimes shows up. It's good if mm-hmm. he's not boinking his girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, I got, I got a rehearsal on Thursdays. What I will also mm, say that's is, what you um, call it. Uh, lock your doors because people case you um, for people gang stalking don't and rape ca- you. Uh, yes, they do because literally. <laughs> I'm sorry. Had, what? We literally just had a friend whose house was robbed. He just moved into his house uh, out here in Queens. Yeah, but he wasn't stuffed and raped. But it's no, it is just a per- because he was a man. He was he's a you know he's just a man. People case you all the time. They're looking for any vulnerability that you have. Lock your doors. Mm-hmm. And the next last podcast on the left yeah. live show That's is true. on December 28th yes. at 10 p.m. here at the Creek in the Cave, 1093 Jackson Avenue. All right, well, that's good. We wrapped that up. You really put, nailed we it. We really just put a big bow on that one. Uh, hail Satan. Hail Satan, uh, everybody. Hail Satan. Check out the Facebook. You the times alone. Yes, check out the Facebook page. Hail yourselves. Magoostalations. Magoostalations. Hail me. Ashley's Memorial Day sale is going on now. Shop our biggest selection of hot buys, cool deals, or shop limited time savings on new summer spaces. Plus, get 72-month special financing on select in-store mattress purchases made with your Ashley Advantage Synchrony credit card between May 14th and June 3rd. Whether you're redecorating indoors or rethinking your outdoor space, save big on this season's trending styles. Only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. No minimum purchase required. See store for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. It's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod.